0: You're listening to The Big Finish Podcast, zooming into your ears on the 15th of March 2020. Ah, doctor.
1: The very same.
2: It's been a long time. Come in, come in. Four, three, two, one.
3: Coming up in this podcast, we delve into our latest reviews with 4th Doctor, Tom Baker's Adventures, The Planet of Witches, and Quest of the Engineer. Well, we go behind the scenes with the latest 1st Doctor Adventures as we return to Scarrow. We delve into your emails sent to podcast at bigfinish.com. We'll give you a
0: 25% discount on a randomly selected Big Finish release.
3: And we dramatize you with the first 15 minutes of our latest Seventh Doctor adventure, Subterfuge. Nick and Benji.
0: I'm Benji. He's Nick. Yes. Big Finish Productions. That's us. Well, what more can I say? Doctor Who, Torchwood, Blake 7, The Prisoner, Space 1999. I'm so excited to say this. Time Slip,
4: Dracula. We do it all. We
0: do so much here. And you can Mm -hmm. check it all out at BigFinish.com. That's right. CDs, digital downloads, deck chairs. We don't do deck chairs. A lot of (laughs) free content too. Three deck chairs. No,
3: four deck chairs. <laughs> uh, I hope you've all been enjoying the countdown we ran on social media for our Jerry Anderson sale. Oh, I know some of you didn't enjoy that. I know a lot of you uh, thought we were talking about Thunderbirds, uh, but we wouldn't be that obvious, would we? Mm-hmm. Also, have you noticed that we've been heavily hinting about another rather special Doctor Who release for some time? That news will fully materialise very soon indeed. We're not trying to uh, hype stuff Uh, we're trying to give you a bit of fun that's the idea working your way through all the smoke and mirrors and of course the more people we can entice with this kind of gentle teasing the more popular our audio ventures could become which is good for us obviously but that's good for our listeners too if we do well there are more funds coming in to put into future productions which you know we have infinite possibilities then which means we'll keep on making our rather lovely productions very well said thank you that's my explanation oh, that anyway, so I, I hope that i have just detected a little bit of irritation from some people <laughs> um so sorry if we've upset you we're not trying to upset you we're just trying to have a bit of a laugh you know because i think times are much these terrible times are much nicer if we're all having a bit of a giggle about
0: a stuff. bit of happiness bit of happiness yeah. Right, well, on that kind of note of having a laugh and having a bit of cheer, let's uh, catch up with the latest Big Finish review. See what you're thinking.
3: We're running with a Fourth Doctor theme today (gasps) as he travels with Romana, Adric, Catch Up Doctor, and K9. K9. First up, the planet of witches. The planet of witches. It's repulsive. A little muggy, that's all.
5: The canine cannot proceed.
3: Look there! Coming out of a gap in the clouds. As if the pilot's lost control.
5: It's going to crash!
1: There's a world without and a world within. Which of the two are we living in? One they call heaven and one they call hell. But which is the worst? Only fire
5: will tell. Place. Come on, there's solid ground this way.
6: This place, there is no help for us, Angelus. Not here, not in this hell. Witches!
1: Witches, stop!
7: Who <laughs> <laughs> oh.
5: are
1: you? What do you want? My name's Adric. Please, you have to help me. Are you a witch? Please, behind me. Good soldiers, attend. The fire is lit. The fire is lit. The monsters are waiting, and we will take them, heavenward. Ah! I'm not a witch.
8: What are you doing on the planet of witches, then?
1: What,
2: Doctor? Yes, haven't you noticed the swamp ways keep sinking behind us? Hey, what? Mm, we're being herded, Raxil. Surrender
1: the key to your Tardis. Give me the TARDIS key, so I can take it to Tiresias. Tiresias? Look, it's all been agreed. Or you two
9: will
7: die.
0: Big Finish. So just go to BigFinish.com, type in Planet of the Witches into the search pane at the top. You know, the little oh, thing, yeah, the little, a little round thing sort thing of the thing in a bobby. And then order it in right now. Well, DoctorWhoWatch.com has, uh, has this to say. Featuring strong characters, multiple villains and a lot of ideas, The Planet of the Witches is another release that's easy to recommend from the ninth series of the fourth Doctor
3: Adventures. sci mm. Sci-Fi Pulse says, uh, The Planet of Witches by Alan Barnes gave us the first chilling look at how the obsession to escape Espace impacts on e-space culture. I really appreciated Barnes's world-building and his subverting the witch and witchfinder tropes. Throughout, Barnes made fantastic use of Adric and K-9. K-9! Their interjections with Tiresias are worth the price alone. I also really enjoyed how Barnes planted and paid off clues in the story, which ensured Adric and K-9's organic roles. I love the way that he mentions Barnes a lot. Barnes, Barnes, Alan Barnes. I love Alan Barnes. I hope you're listening, Alan. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that was a rather wonderful noise as well Thank you <laughs> Well Doctor Who Reviews.net says The Planet of the Witches is a fine addition To the fourth Doctor Adventures
3: That never fails to entertain Yeah, oh, That's good Next up, also in the box set uh, Although you can buy individually I think As a download The Quest of the Engineer These
1: warnings We've heard about one in particular
3: Regarding a disappearing
1: comet. It disappeared, true enough, right as I was watching it cross the star.
0: Progress report. Jonas. Surface movement detected.
3: On screen. They're an odd bunch. That blue contraption I wanted. It. Secure it for me. Yes, engineer. Whoa.
1: Whoa. Hey. Whoa. What's happening? It's an now this whole section of ground is moving at speed.
9: But trust in your
1: engineer. Oh, get us there. There's something much more serious coming. What's coming Regis?
4: Our scientists, they were studying it when our world was struck by the force like invisible fists.
2: Who exactly is this engineer?
6: No one knows where he came from, but he's evil. <laughs> Cruel. My son was killed, shot down in front of me. Hundreds of others perished.
10: Who are you?
3: I am the engineer. Enforcers, run! You're coming with us, Handler.
5: Metal men! Caution, mistress. Miss.
3: <laughs> we talks.
5: Are you going to kill us?
3: What, you and your robot?
5: My friend. Take
3: my advice. It doesn't do to become attached to the mechanical help.
1: <laughs> uh! They've got guns, don't just stand there. You will open this capsule. I don't know how. No more (laughs) lies.
3: Big Finish, we love
1: stories. I'm a scientist. I'm a
0: bit of a scientist myself. So don't forget to go straight to bigfinish.com type engineer do. into the search page that'll do and that'll do. you can go and buy a download of this story straight, straight away, away and then you can hear it or you can get the box set as nick said featuring both this story and the planet of the witches uh Doctor Who watch.com they sell great uh, wristwatches and they don't um, <laughs> hey, the quest hey. of the engineer has a lot of jeopardy due to how far the titular villain is willing to go to achieve his goals even the world that's featured in this story is a fascinating one, and feels reminiscent of a certain Douglas Adams story, without directly copying it. <laughs> I don't know which one
8: that
3: was? I don't know. The guy who plays the engineer—just look him up. I can't remember his name now. He's such a brilliant actor. Uh, engineer. I'll just look. I'll do what I said you should do. Type in engineer. Question: Engineer. It worked, folks. It worked. Well done, Nicholas Wooderson. Yeah. Look him up. See what he's been in. Loads of things. He's been in James Bond. Jimmy Bond. He's a great actor. Let's
0: have a look. Oh, it? yes, I recognise that face. Yeah. Yeah, Skyfall. Yeah, Dr. Hall. John Carter. The man who knew too little. The Avengers. The Avengers. Not our Avengers. The Avengers. The film The Avengers in 1998. Oh, yeah. Mm. The one that everyone hated. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I remember the VHS trailers of that one. It's been in Doc Martin, so it's pretty pretty rocking, you know. Yeah, yeah, right, so. But there we go. Anyway,
3: yes, sci-fipulse.net. Uh, uh, Andrew Smith dialed the theme of obsession up to infinity. The engineer was very clearly insane in an Edgar Allan Poe meets Mary Shelley meets the Borg way. It's one of the best stories of its kind Big Finish has ever done, allowing all the regulars room to shine. That's true, yeah. Well, DoctorWhoReviews.net says there's an incredible amount to like about
0: this closing serial with its immense positive far outweighing a few quibbles, and the ninth series of the fourth Doctor Adventures as a whole represents a breath of fresh air within a classic context that proves just how much this range and this TARDIS team still have to offer. Oh,
3: nice, yes Okay, well, uh, next time there'll be more reviews We'll be talking about The Twelfth Doctor Chronicles Volume 1 Starring Jacob Dudman That's next time, but um, yes Onwards! Coming up soon, listeners' emails
0: But first, let's go behind the scenes With the latest First Doctor Adventures Out This Week Starring David Bradley Time now to return
8: To Scarrow
7: I'm Andrew Smith, and I wrote Return to Scarrow, of all places.
8: I'm the Doctor.
1: This is Doctor? My... The Doctor? Uh, with your three companions? Great Scarrow! Is it possible? Anything, sir, is possible.
7: I just really attracted to the idea of yeah, having that original TARDIS crew making their first return to Scarrow. So we've got them between the original Dalek story and the Dalek invasion of Earth.
8: This is David Bradley, and I play the Doctor.
9: I was watching and listening when you were our prisoners before, when you said you had a ship capable
1: of crossing the barrier between space and
8: time. You intend to use my ship? Never, sir. You
1: will have no
8: choice. I do remember them from the... uh, of uh, William Hartnell was my first doctor and I uh, was into Patrick Fountain when he was doing it and uh, Tom Baker. But there was something magical about the, the black and white days where you could you could paint in your own colours. And there's still, there's still something very powerful about those black and white films, that I remember. And the beauty about doing uh, the big Finnish audio is you 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 have to paint a picture with your voice and the scripts are so clever in that they give you a a vivid kind of um imaginative vision of these different worlds they go to and that um and it's always at some interesting point in history so uh, you you, you it, it tells a story through the perspective of uh of uh, famous events in history, and it's, it's a great way uh, for kids of um, all ages, even mine, to uh, to uh, to see to see to have a unique um, look at, at, at some historical moments
10: in time. I am Jamie Glover, and I play Ian Chesterton. The Daleks—I was going to say for people of my generation, but for multiple generations—stirs up memory of. Saturday afternoon tea and hiding behind the sofa it's it's incredible how evocative and how potent a villain the Dalek is and I don't think that's ever going to go away you know that there are people a couple of generations older than me who who grow up with with uh, Hartnell as their doctor who are going to be have just as many uh chills go up their spine as as I do when, when you hear that voice. And likewise children today, I'm sure, you know, it's 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 incredible how something so apparently unscary on the surface of it has become absolutely symptomatic of, of um childhood fears. Yeah. It's it's it did for British children what Jaws did for swimming in the sea.
7: It's a classic classic Doctor Who thing. And it's a classic Terry Nation thing. As well of that first episode where travellers in the TARDIS are exploring and not meeting very many people, although they meet they meet the Thals fairly early on. But particularly in a Dalek story, you know the Daleks are going to turn up, and and I do love that thing of you think they're here somewhere, (laughs) they're around somewhere. I remember that particularly from watching Destiny of the Daleks, the Tom Baker story on its first broadcast. The Daleks are involved; they're here somewhere. Where are they? And um, we've got people exploring a, a city that appears to be dead of course we know it's not going to be the Daleks are there they could jump out of them at any time and in this one we actually know they're watching from somewhere and there's the added thing of what's going on here how has this happened how can they how can they be Daleks yes it's a gift really so much you can do with it in terms of building up tension suspense threat and here we know there is a real threat the Daleks are watching them but then the Daleks somehow to be Benevolent, which they're never going to be in the end, of course. But uh, yeah, lovely elements to play around with.
4: I'm Tracy Wiles and I play Triana. I'm the Thal senior scientist. It's been more than 50 cycles since the time of the Daleks. How can it be them? Please do not
8: discuss us as though we're not here. It may have been 50 of these cycles for you, it has been a considerably shorter time for us. We did not mean to offend, Doctor.
10: Excellent. Well done. All.
4: I love it because I absolutely love period stuff. Anyway, I grew up watching a lot of, actually, older movies. But I love anything with that, that old way of speaking, which our actors here are are amazing at recreating. Gemma and Claudia, David and and uh, Jamie, I mean, are wonderful. Within that, I don't quite have to speak in that way because we have the get out that we're otherworldly. So, you know, we don't have to conform quite so much. However, I have to be careful that I don't use sort of slang words too much, like like make it too modern sounding. But no, I love it. I, I think it's um, beautifully recreated from the originals, which I've been watching recently. So,
8: yeah. Hello, my name is James Camp, and I am playing the role of Jiden, who is the son of Triana. It felt like very classic Doctor Who. You know, there are Daleks and they sort of old-fashioned battles and just the language and the dialogue that, and, and the way it's written, it felt it felt very old school in a really good way. Very old school, very sort of retro. And so, yeah, I, I really enjoyed reading it and I'm having a blast doing the recording as well. I'm Nigel Hastings and
3: I play Krios who's the general of the Thal army and I also play Bowden who's complete contrast to Krios, who I hope is going to be rather butch. Bowden is the rather weak-willed assistant to Triana, who's the senior scientist of the Thals. These
10: are the travellers of legend.
4: Oh, did you hear that, Ian? We're a legend.
10: How nice. They're both very, very different.
2: Stay back! You will come with me! Keep away!
3: Hello, I'm Nick Briggs and I'm the voice of the Daleks in Return to Scarrow. I think it probably goes without saying that I'm a massive fan of the Daleks. And I'm just trying to think when I first saw the original story, I didn't see it when it was broadcast. I can't remember whether I saw it at a screening at the National Film Theatre or whether I finally saw it all on a VHS. I probably saw it on a, yeah, you know, one of those um, seventh generation VHSs that used to do the, the rounds. And then saw it properly on um, a BBC video release. But yes, you get a huge nostalgic buzz thinking back to those old days. And funnily enough, of course, my first association with that story was, I think, seeing Doctor Who and the Daleks, the movie version of it, and then reading the first ever Target novel by David Whitaker, Doctor Who and an Exciting Adventure with the Daleks. Yeah, I'm. I'm totally caught up in the nostalgia of that and when david came to me and said look we're going to do a first doctor adventure that goes back to that and sort of finds out what happens next kind of thing yeah huge nostalgic buzz for me
5: i'm howard carter and i'm doing the sound and music for the
0: first doctor adventures volume four it's the kind of thing that's very exciting for a sound designer and a
5: composer because it's a real challenge and um, there's a lot of care that's got to be taken with the original source material but there's always going to be other stuff we have to add and with these stories it's a case of making things slightly more lo-fi. Essentially we're used to a lot of the cinematic sweeping stuff
0: for the, the new series box sets but with this it's raining everything in and intentionally muddying up the sound a little bit so it sounds as it would have done in the in the 60s.
5: You really
8: think I would help you? We have the means to your cooperation
3: and if you want to get your hands on the first Doctor Adventures volume 4 just type return to SCARO into the search pane at bigfinish.com you know the search pane the Magda classic yes, then right. you'll be able to order it uh, obviously there's another story in there as well but return to SCARO brings up that result so there you go uh, but now brace yourselves for listeners emails <laughs> Well,
0: emails, 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 they're beautiful, they're fantastic, and unlike this time of incredibly scary, germ-spreading disaster all over the world, if you send an email, you don't need to wash your hands before opening it, because it's just it just comes through its technology, it just appears. It's amazing. Don't worry,
3: I bought all the toilet rolls.
0: Yeah. (laughs) He's sitting on (laughs) it. I can see Nick now. He's in a huge uh, throne of of toilet rolls, (laughs) which sounds quite comfortable when you think about it, really. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Oh, very nice. Oh, yeah. Very springy. (laughs) Like a big Andrex puppy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And if you want to uh, to email in and have a chat to us, tell us what you're thinking, uh, you know, tell us how your day's going, then you can just simply email us at podcast... At bigfinish.com. That's podcast at bigfinish.com. And it could be you who gets your email read out. First up, this one here is from Elizabeth R. Hi, Nick and Benji. Hello. I just want to say how much I've been loving the recent short trips that fall within the new Who umbrella of the show. All of the ones that I've listened to so far have been wonderful, though I especially enjoyed the ones with 10 to the Metacrisis Doctor, and Dead Media. I'm also very much looking forward to the upcoming Regeneration Impossible in oh, May. Oh, oh. I can't wait to hear what Big Finish has done with the Snowmen era of Doctor Who's uh, The 11th Doctor's Life, and have him meet the 12th Doctor.
3: Oh, it's great stuff.
0: I was wondering if Big Finish had ever considered doing a separate Short Trips range for the new Who Doctors. It would be wonderful to have 12 new stories each year set in this era, especially since the ideas and stories that have been used in the Short Trips so far are all so interesting and well done. I'm not as familiar with the older series, Doctors, um, I'm working on that, but I feel I should watch all of the episodes before delving too deeply into the audios for those regenerations. So subscribing to the short ships range isn't something that I'm overly interested in. However, if there were to be a short ship range just for the post 2005 Doctors, I would for sure subscribe to that range and eagerly await every release. Mm, Thank you idea, so. Yeah, it's definitely splitting it up a bit. Thank you so much for your time, and I hope you're both having a wonderful day, Elizabeth R. PS, we are. we are, yeah, I'm having a nice day. We just had a nice old chin wagon, not we, Nick? Um, mm. PS, uh, not fully related to my main email, but I wanted yeah. to share a few pictures of my Time War Romana cosplay with you. That's I wore it at last month's Gallifrey One and even entered it in their masquerade. I'm already looking forward to next Feb, uh, both for Gallifrey One and the resolution to that cliffhanger in Volume 3 of Gallifrey Time War. The pictures were taken by David Phillips. Good old David Uh, David Phillips. Good picture, that's great. There for you. Always a pleasure to see Elizabeth's cosplays as well. They're absolutely just insane. They're so good, and so much dedication uh, goes in, from what I can see on social, on on the socials. Um, So much dedication and effort goes into making them. So yeah, great work, great work.
10: Mm.
3: Uh, Here's one from Carrie Moffat. Hi Nick and Benji. Greetings from Texas. Greetings. I've been listening. I've been listening to you for years and have decided to write in for the first time. First, I would like to congratulate Nick on the two part Doctor Who finale, where I believe he was the voice of the Cybermen. That's true, I was. Also, thank you very much. Also, without spoilers, after the renovations. Releva- rele- <laughs> after the, the renovations. renovations of <laughs> We're not the that finale. wall through. <laughs> One of the first things I thought was how much fun Big Finish was going to have with this once they get their the rights to play in this era. Now, on to my questions. In the spirit of Women's History Month and the upcoming International Women's Day, which was last weekend now, they are all focused on the women of Doctor Who. One, with the release of Donna Noble and the recent announcement of season two for Missy, it made me wonder if there were second seasons of any of your female, any other female-focused titles that have been released in the last year, particularly A. Jenny, the Doctor's daughter, B. Lady Christina, C. Rose Tyler, the Dimension Cannon. Kapow! Do, did they do well enough to earn a second series? I certainly hope so. Um, Well, uh... Very possibly, <laughs> uh, you know. We like to uh, time our announcements to make the maximum impact. So I'm, uh, even though it's perfectly valid to ask these questions here. Yeah, I'm sorry if my answers are maybe uh, a little um, cryptic. <laughs> yes, that's it's cryptic. Smoke and mirrors. Uh, certainly, uh, some of those titles will return. Let's put it that way. Um, two. We have had the release of series seven of the Diaries of River Song and the upcoming team up with Captain Jack, but have not heard anything so far about further series. Are these in the works? And we just haven't heard about them yet? Is there scheduling trouble? I hope we are going to hear more for such an interesting character. There's no trouble There's no trouble, Gary. Um but we'll announce it when we're absolutely sure we can. Usually when it's things are recorded, so we're absolutely certain they're happening. So we, we announce them as soon as we can. Three, my final question is about UNIT, the new series led by Kate Stewart and Osgood. When Series 8 came out a while ago, the release told us that we were moving into the 12th Doctor era and that more news was to come. This was back in April of last year, so I'm wondering if there are any updates about the series. Nothing as yet, but that's right, we did say that. Uh, hope to hear this email actually read out on the podcast and that I haven't asked anything that has already been answered and I just missed it. Uh, thank you for keeping me so entertained during the long Doctor Who breaks, Carrie Moffat. Thank you, Carrie. Uh, just keep an eye on the Big Finish site and on the Twitter feed and Facebook, really. Uh, We like to encourage uh, other um, websites and magazines uh, to uh, cover our stories rather than just always make them news stories because uh, when people come from other places uh, to Big Finish, it it seems to work better for us. So there you go.
0: Ah, There we go. Right. And finally then, we've got this one here from Michael Weedrick. Dear Nick and Benji, I thoroughly enjoyed the 8th of March special that was released last year with its amazing showcase of so many wonderful women characters from Doctor Who. Are there any plans for sequel specials? Some fun pairings that spring to mind are Susan Carol-Anne Ford and Riversong, Zoe and Osgood, Perry and Rose Tyler, Romana and Kate Stewart, Tegan and Donna Noble. Joe Grant and Missy, Ace and oh. Martha Jones, yeah. Rachel Jensen and Gwen Cooper, and the list goes on. Mm. Cheers to all the wonderful oral treats that you give us. Michael Weedrick from New York, USA.
3: Well, what a great idea for all those team-ups. Um, I don't think we've got any particular plans for any of those, but they are great ideas. Yeah. Let's, let's see what happens in the future. Thanks so much for sending your emails to podcast at Bigfinish.com. Some particularly great ones this week, I thought. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think you were better this week than last mm. week. <laughs> <laughs> I' got to set up competition between the weeks. Uh, keep them coming. Cheers. <music> Time now. The Randomoid Selectatron
2: That
3: was the idea of my head. It was kind of you know bleeping along. Bleeping Se- Selectatron b- Sounds like swearing.
0: <laughs> that bleeping Freight, Selectatron That bleeping Selectatron Right. So let's have a look. We are in here with. Uh, oh, it's a free one. So maybe we, I suppose we'll just
3: move. You can't the get discount. a discount on a free one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. was it, by the way? Just Uh, uh Vampire of the Mind. Vampire of the Mind. Was that the Sixth Doctor? It
0: was, yeah. With the Rani? Uh, Yeah, with the Master. Oh. Which Master? Alex McQueen. Oh,
3: yes. Sorry. Got that completely Well, you were the We could
0: lot. do it on that full story because that's only part one that's Let's free. Let's
3: do that. Let's do that. There's, well, that will let you know, folks. There's a free episode one of that available on the site. Yes. Vampire of the Mind. I think I didn't direct this. Um, it's uh, by Justin Richards brilliant writer and a lovely fellow yeah beautiful piece of work yes gets some great reviews Uh, a lot of death deception and dastardliness. this is Doctor Who at its darkest and it's delightful anyway let's hear it got 9 out of 10 by the way from the Gallifrey archive let's hear the trailer
9: you want to know why I did it come closer I'll tell you
1: the reason is
9: I am the
3: master. Doctor Who, vampire of the mind.
1: I've had
5: an email too. Mm. My application was fast-tracked. It seems I've been accepted. They're setting up a laboratory for me. <gasps> what? The place has been empty for years. Must be halfway to falling down by now. It was always a weird place. Oh, Dr. Scott, it's you. Dr. Threadstone. It's Heather. Uh, Damien, wasn't it? Yes.
6: Yes.
9: Call me Damien. Oh, oh there's a there's a figure. Several figures. I I, I can't quite make them out. Of it. But there is something odd about them. They're, they're moving like like they're are in a
2: daze. Pale as corpses, they said, wandering about in a trance-like. Since then you'll be lucky to find anyone who go near the place after
5: dark. <laughs>
1: something. Help me. Don't worry Heather. I will. (laughs) Somehow. It really won't you know. But don't
9: you worry Doctor. It'll be your turn soon enough.
3: Big finish. We love stories.
9: I'm a Time Lord. Of course I'm inhuman. <laughs> there you
3: are. Alex McQueen as the master, a brilliant fellow to work with. I was the one to uh, work with him first and in fact cast him uh, because I'd heard him in a previous Big Finish one. And I thought, you know, this is going to be great. He, he'll be a fantastic master and he's fully embraced it and does an amazing, amazing job. So there you are, you get a 25% discount on that. Is it your turn to explain the, uh, how yeah, you get I'll, the discount? Yeah, I'll do it. I, I, I Do I'm it. Mind. Yeah,
0: yeah, sure. <laughs> so easy, so easy. All you have to do is go to bigfinish.com. Right, and you go on the main page there, and what you'll see there, of course, is the big announcement. there. We've got 55% off Jerry Anderson sale. Get on that. But anyway, you go to podcasts, which is on the menu bar, and on there you'll have the latest podcast from Big Finish. Click read more, because that's what you've got to do and then in the blurb at the bottom so underneath the picture of us there'll be a thing that says just click here and all you do is it takes you to a page and you enter in the words buck up in capital letters buck up no space simple as that and you will get your discount it's absolute, just yeah, it's such lovely. a such a an easy thing to do and you save a few pennies which in a world like today we all love to do
3: and yeah, that Jerry Anderson sales looking great, isn't it? Mm. Uh, Space nineteen ninety nine, you can get as a disc at a discount, and the Captain Scarlet and the Mistron's fiftieth anniversary deluxe box set. Just I huge. I had to highlight that. that. I was like, there's some real yeah. goodies
0: in there, and it's a really fun range. And I had loads of fun working on them, doing you know, I didn't do Terror Hawks, but I worked on pretty much everything else. Had loads of fun bringing things back to that sixties, and also restored some of the um, the old classic Captain Scarlet audio series as well so if you want to listen to you like your old telly and you like your your Gerry Anderson stuff
3: get on it and the Terrorhawks uh, there are three volumes of that and it's just the the most incredible thing Uh, really um, it's just great science fiction with a sort of comedic twist so even if you don't really remember the original series although many people do and love it dearly it's it's worth dipping into there it's it's Funny and witty and really imaginative. There's also Shane Rimmer, you know, who did the voice of Scott in Thunderbirds. Mm. There's From Thunderbirds to Pterodactyls, his autobiography read by Shane Rimmer. And that's a bargain to pick that up as well. There you go. A lot of love's gone into
0: all the, those productions. That's a, a lot of love goes into everything we do, I suppose, really. Um, but that's true. That's I thought true. I'd highlighted anyway. Well, thank you so much, Ran. Uh, always delivering the goods. Time now, of course, for us to say goodbye in the style of a peace-loving thal on Scarrow. (laughs) Threatened by the Daleks. I mean, they always are, aren't they?
3: Well, how would you do it with peace-loving but threatened? So, goodbye.
0: (laughs) That's when he's eating his lunch and a wasp flies at him. (laughs) Ah, yes, goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) That's the, you know, the, the white noise Dalek extermination. Oh, I
3: thought it was wasp killers. That's very good, yeah. Wasp killer be more? I know you're right. Yeah. Do the other one again.
0: It's kind of, you know, that's the kind of. I always liked yeah. that sound. Just, just going on a, a, a tiny tangent whilst we say goodbye. <laughs> I always rather liked it. I thought it was very vicious. It was less like sci-fi, and it was a real like. You really got the vibe that it was like fully like, like penetrating frying the someone. body and frying somebody. Yeah. yeah. Cheery goodbye.
3: while we're away, why not listen to the first 15 minutes of our latest Seventh Doctor adventure featuring Winston Churchill and the meddling monk. It's subterfuge.
2: Throughout the past eight years, our united efforts have been focused beyond our shores and together we achieve the seemingly impossible. We were victorious against the monstrous power and proved our mettle as a nation of warriors. Now, it is time to focus our energies back onto the domestic, to the heart of what it means to be British, where vigorous leadership will guide us back to a position of thriving industry, solid education, and successful trade. Today, with this most crucial general election, but one day away, I ask for the support of all men and women of good intention. Together, playing our respective roles, we shall restore the country that we knew. Our great nation, our great Britain.
1: That was more along the lines of what we discussed, wasn't it? Spot on. The perfect balance. Well done, sir. If you're not re-elected tomorrow, I'll eat my hat and yours. Hmm? Well, let's hope you're right, Saunders. Your advice has been invaluable. Trust me, you simply cannot lose, Mr. Churchill. post-war Britain will be all the better for it. Don't you agree, Mr. Down?
6: How should I know? What on earth?
1: Oh, marvelous. Back to the car, quickly. Let me go. Oh, you're coming with us. It will be safer, Mr. Darwin. So the bombings were an idle threat. Apparently not. Cars on the other side of this crowd. Every road out of Trafalgar Square is blocked anyway. Damn it, the stupid cattle are stampeding, and we'd be crushed. Ah, there you are. Doctor. Doctor, what's happening? Don't doddle. Time waits for no man. Now come down, and I'll explain as we go. Sorry, you're suggesting the Prime Minister evacuates the scene through a sewer? Needs must for the devil drives. Right? But... The doctor thinks he's in charge. As usual.
2: socialist government, conducting the entire life and industry of the country, could afford to allow free, sharp, or violently worded expressions of public discontent. They would have to fall back on some form of Gestapo. No doubt.
1: Very humanely directed. Ah, uh, if I could just stop you there, sir. What? Why? Do you remember we decided against undermining your opponent in quite that way? Mr Atley's style is modest, understated. It may be counterproductive to use such, if you'll forgive me, strident language. We'd look like bullies, and nobody votes for bullies. Well, not in 1945. I remember
2: your advice, Saunders, but I'm still of the opinion that some truths need to be said.
1: We've two days before the election. Your rally in Trafalgar Square tomorrow should buoy people up. Get them on side, keen to vote. I can tell you with absolute confidence that if you compare the opposition leader to the Nazi secret police, it will have a negative impact on our... your campaign. I chose that term for good reason. Oh, it's powerful, I agree, but controversial. Your approval rating stands at
6: 90%.
1: Let's not jeopardise that.
2: I'll see how I feel on the day. Enter. Enter.
6: Mr. Churchill, your one o'clock meeting is here, sir.
2: Oh, yes. Soldiers, step out for half an hour. It's all right. I've met Colcade before. No doubt, but this is private business.
6: Come. Mr. Colcade and Miss Dowen, sir.
9: Good to see you, sir. Colcade, come in. Have a seat. Who's this young filly? May I introduce Agent Dowen, my new assistant at MI5? How do you do? Pull up the chair by the window, my dear. That's where my secretary usually takes notes.
6: I'm not a secretary.
9: Agent Down is an intelligence and data analyst. (laughs) Still taking on jobs for the boys, eh?
6: Yes, sir. I suppose so.
2: I presume you've signed the Official Secrets Act?
6: Of course.
1: Then you may stay. Calcade? Ouch! Sharp suit. (laughs) Sorry, do I know you? We met at the fundraiser at Kensington Palace last year. Ah, yes. Uh, Saunders, isn't it? Mm, fame at last.
9: (laughs) You were new to the political scene then, and uh, now you're working with Mr Churchill. Saunders
2: has been my advisor since the start of the election campaign. He's given me quite the fresh perspective. However, I do need you to step out. If it's election
1: related, I really ought to keep a weather eye. It's not. I'll have the girl fetch you back in when we're finished. I do love to be fetched. I look forward to it. Okay, Miss Darwin.
2: Thank you for coming so promptly. This matter is extremely urgent and extremely sensitive.
5: All right, lads, we didn't have much luck in Clerkenwell, but I have a proper feeling this time here. Keep digging, not too deep, and gently, gently you hit anything, tell me. Right, you boys start over there. It's nearby. I can smell it.
9: (laughs) Forgive me, sir, but uh, I find that very hard to believe. Screening of personnel at MI5 is exceptionally thorough. There's no way a spy could operate for that long inside the agency without discovery. On the contrary. Intelligence
2: from MI6 suggests that top-secret information was flowing regularly
9: to Germany throughout our double-cross operation. Good gracious, then it's a miracle we had as much success as we did. I'm confounded that this could have happened.
6: Sounds more like a triple-cross to me.
9: What that you say?
6: Thinking aloud, sir.
9: Impressive that he's stayed hidden when most other enemy agents have been captured.
2: Or turned themselves in. One well, imagine he has some ongoing agenda. Here's the information we have.
9: Well, he's finished now.
2: We'll find him. We only have two days. The communications intercepted indicate that he's planning an escape from Britain before the election. Indeed? How' this information come by? Anonymous informant. Escape is not an option. This individual's betrayal has undoubtedly caused the deaths of many British soldiers. Let him be the first to be tried under our new
9: treason act.
6: Imagine living amongst your enemies for so long. He must feel like a rat in a trap.
9: Yes, thank you, Down. I'll get onto it right away, sir. With extreme caution, Mr.
2: Culcade, this agent, whoever he is- Or she. Whoever he or she is, they are a traitor of the highest order. Who knows what they might be capable of in the heat of pursuit.
6: Some people will do anything for their freedom.
2: Indeed, they will, Miss Dowan.
5: Right then, boys. After three, gently as you can. One, two, three. (laughs) (laughs) Careful! What did I say? The slightest knock, and these shells can blow. Good work. That's three today. A few more and you'll never have to lift another bomb again. Oi, Edward. We're getting paid. This is dangerous work. As soon as my contact pays, you'll get your share. Well, we better add. What if one of them things goes off? Trust me, we're nearly done. Time's running out. Oi! Warden's coming! Run!
9: Thank you, sir. I'll update you tomorrow. I also have some developments to share about our curious spate of thefts. Excellent. We'll speak then. Oh, pleasure to meet you, my dear.
6: And you, sir.
2: Keep putting
9: those special skills to good use, eh? I don't really have a choice. Come along, Darn. I'm sure Mr Churchill has much to be getting on with. As it happens, I'm expecting another visitor at
2: 1.30. A very old friend.
10: Winston!
2: Oh, <laughs> here he is.
10: Good Lord.
2: It's that one. Looking somewhat older. We'll be on our way then. Uh, oh, Oh, yes, yes. Goodbye. Excuse me. I try never to make excuses. I beg your pardon? Ah, Doctor! The very same. It's been a long time. Come in, come in!
9: Strange looking fellow.
6: You still want me to go ahead?
9: Why do you ask?
6: We'll be under more scrutiny. Now they're looking for a spy.
9: The plan hasn't changed. We'll investigate this new matter but it doesn't affect our existing agenda.
6: You're in charge.
9: That's right, I am. See you back at St. James's Street.
6: Right.
2: My goodness, when did we last meet? 1936. Of course. That business with Mrs. Simpson. Although... You've had
1: other encounters since, with other doctors? Numerous. Hmm. What can I say? I'm irresistibly drawn to you. All my lives. Apparently so. But
2: dare I say, the world seems all in order at present. What brings you along this time? And making appointments, no less. Must be important. Oh, I'm just interested in your election strategy. Your campaign appears to be going particularly well. It does, doesn't it? What's your secret? No secret. Just good, strong policies.
6: Anyone new on the campaign team?
2: Got an interesting fellow throwing in the odd idea. Who's that? Simon Saunders, the political analyst. You'll have heard of him, no doubt.
10: Mm, not a name I'm familiar with.
2: Oh, you surprised me. He's a clever chap, very astute. And he came to your attention because... The Times started publishing his political commentary last year, and he seemed very keen into the zeitgeist. He's remarkably good at second-guessing the Opposition's tactics.
1: How interesting. And he's advising you on policy?
2: Fine-tuning, really. Emphasizing national concerns rather than international. Focusing on economic growth, a clear sense of social support, that sort of thing.
8: Persuasive stuff, but you've not lost sight of your own vision.
2: We've an approval rating of 90% and growing. I think it's safe to assume we're in for another term.
1: Yes. It would be impossible to lose with an advantage like that. Is he around, this Saunders fellow? I'd like to meet him. I'll
2: introduce you later today, if you like. Assuming you're staying. Oh, yes, I'm staying.
1: I'd like to see the outcome of this election.
2: Excellent. Thank you for your
6: support. Which corridor? This one.
5: Whitehall 9084
6: Putting you through.
5: Mr Smith?
1: Who's with you?
5: No one, you don't need that voice disguise.
1: Calls can still be intercepted. I've not taught you anything.
5: I'm just calling in to say I've got three more... devices. The lads are asking questions.
1: Three's not enough. You need to work faster.
5: They don't exactly grow on trees.
1: Get me what I need by tomorrow, or the deal's off.
5: Yeah, except this isn't a deal. It's blackmail.
1: No, Edward. It's a mutually beneficial arrangement.
5: Fine, just tell me. Is she in danger?
1: From time to time.
5: You let anything happen to her and I'll...
1: I'll... you what? Don't threaten me, Edward. She's safe as long as she does her job and you do yours. Get me what I need, then you're free. They jeopardise my plan. You and your sister won't be going anywhere. Ever. Understood? All right. Deliver to the coordinates I sent you. Do not contact me again until you reach the quota. We don't have much time.
2: Enter.
6: Sorry, sir. You're urgently needed at the main staircase. What happened? There's been... An incident.
2: Lead on. After you, Doctor. Good Lord. What happened here? What indeed?
6: We don't know. Some say they heard a low buzzing sound just for a few seconds and then a cry.
0: Oh, there you are. Uh, You've been listening to a Big Finish production, so... Well, don't forget to rate, review and subscribe, for goodness sake. No,
5: I must start, I'll just get some of that toilet paper.